Welcome back to Geeks and Hair to the Earth. I'm JC. Mike D. CK. Jamie Skull. And we are back after a break in the new year because we are moving the studio. So we had to do this remote. So if there's a little bit of audio, we're doing this remote instead of our pimp-ass equipment studio. Um, we'll give it a try. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. We'll give it the old, the old college try. College try. And uh, there's been a lot of shit happened since the last time that we did this thing. And I think uh, one of the biggest changes is that one of our favorite things to do in the world, go to the movies, is fucking gone. And HBO Max's response is, COVID, hold my beer. And just trying to put all of the their uh, new movies directly onto HBO Max and counting the subscription services for that month has tickets. So the first one that they have on this was a very eagerly anticipated uh, movie on this podcast. Because we don't have a crystal ball to see the fucking future. And uh, it is uh, Wonder Woman 1984. I'm going to let Mike D intro uh, this segment. You know, everybody, look. We don't want to be hateful internet trolls and sitting here shitting on things. You can go to any website and be told how much stuff you like sucks all day. Not a problem. That's not basically, what we're doing. Basically all of Reddit. Yes. we. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a goal from the start we've wanted. But we're just unanimous. It just hurt our souls. This movie sucks. So who wants to take a crack at trying to explain what they call a plot? And again, we're not an angry nerd show, but you got to bear in mind that this this movie like makes Batman versus Superman look credible because at least it had Batfleck. I'll, I can break it down. I can break it down pretty easily. Okay, bust a move. Bust a move. Okay, seventy years or eighty years after Diana's last adventure, uh, <laughs> we go into the year nineteen eighty four where everything is super rad and uh, everything is colorful and it's the 80s and it's definitely the fucking 80s. Without and the soundtrack to show you that it's in the 80s because exactly. that shit's not here. There's no 80s music in this movie, by the way. There's one song, I think. and There's on- one song. There's yeah. one licensed song. Yeah, and that was during the party scene. But anyway, so uh, Diana is working at the Smithsonian at this point. Oh, and- can we massive spoiler tag this? We're uh, shitting all over this movie with spoilers. If you spoiler. wanted to watch this movie, um, I'm sorry, and we're going to shit all over it. Yeah. Uh, she's working at the Smithsonian, and a new artifact comes in that is a shitty crystal that allows you to grant wishes. And Maxwell Lord takes that crystal and makes himself the crystal. And then he starts giving people wishes, and the world falls apart in a very Looney Tunes type scenario. And then Wonder Woman fights a cheetah lady. And then <laughs> the cheetah lady. What the fuck? And then and the, he man, finds the cheetah lady. <laughs> and, and 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 Chris Pine hijacks some poor guy's body. Um, and that's how they explain it. She fucking wishes for it, and it happens. And then she fights the Mandalorian, and he learns a valuable lesson about fatherhood and doesn't get in trouble at all for the things he did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even fight the Mandalorian, by the way. They they literally watched Batman versus Superman and went. Martha, my name's Martha too. How can we make that dumber? Yeah. <laughs> and their response was, I renounce my wish. I was like, what the fuck, really? Like, you didn't even punch him in the dick. Like, it takes some balls to make Pedro Pascal, like, basically Donald Trump with Maxwell Lord's name and still somehow managed to misuse him. And they did it. And you bring up renouncing your wish. I mean, we're. We're jumping straight to the fucking end of the movie here, but we're already there now. May as well address it. That's the big end of the movie. 
I renounce my wish. You just say it out loud. I, I renounce my wish. And then everything just goes back to normal. And the whole world had wishes. like, But everyone had to renounce their wish. And this is something Bill from Comic Exchange brought up. He's like, well, what about the people that wish for their kids to not have cancer? Like, they had to renounce their wish to me? Like, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's extremely fucked up. Uh, and the thing is, like, so that's what you came... That, that was how you saved the world? You did it with, like, a My Little Pony episode? <laughs> I, I my brain jumped to how many people said i wish my football team would win the super bowl like, with, was it like a 36 way tie yeah oh wait you, you don't they don't need to wish they already pray to god for that so oh, oh, yeah oh, george yeah, carlin's right. covered that one extensively already but uh, if you okay rewinding through this the movie starts with the absolute worst cgi scene in any comic oh. book movie i have ever fucking seen like it made Green Lantern's suit look badass. It was so uh, bad was, looking. And well, whole, I kind of enjoyed it. The CGI was bad, but I thought it was kind of fun. The scene was but good. The, yeah. They're doing this Hunger Games training montage bullshit. And just so they can basically tell uh, Diana, don't cheat. Like, She's a fucking goddess. She knows not to cheat. Like, what the fucking shit? Like, her existence is already cheating the system. Okay, I just want to interject and say the Hunger Games didn't have that bad cgi it was a much better version of that so just well, to put that out there well those people also held a bow and arrow correctly oh. <laughs> yeah there's if, some... if they wanted historical amazon uh, like historical amazons why do they all have two boobs exactly but i digress <laughs> i'll get into it don't let me go into mythology fuck <laughs> uh so we go into that and we go into um handsome man mike would you like to break down handsome man <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, let's let's start from the beginning, like you said. Like we like we all have opinions on each scene in the movie, and uh, and and then it degenerates from there or whatever. But um, I, for one, I liked the young Diana scene. I thought it was over the top, but I thought it was kind of cute, and I thought that it was sweet that she learned a lesson at the end of it. Like, yeah, the CGI was bad, and it was really like too much for an, what a eight year old to be doing. But I thought um, I, I liked it. I was into it at that point. So thoughts well i i liked it too that first scene so the first two scenes of the movie are really good scenes i won't talk so I like much about the second one i won't talk yeah, so much I was, about the I was second on one board. i was on board for the for the first two 100 yeah it, it, like i was on board the, for the second one because it was a mall scene and i'm 39 and i remember malls in the 80s and they purposely encapsulated it. They, they, they 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 got it perfect you know like it's a, a perfect like down to those uh, those weird ass fucking uh, like neon. I have no idea what the fabric is. Jackets they were wearing, you know, like the ones that you'd see guys in the basketball court wearing. And those are the guys you knew couldn't dunk or shoot a three. Like, <laughs> well, and that's a perfect example of like what I expected from the movie is that mall scene. Like I wanted it to be not just a uh, throwback to an eighties movie, but. I was hoping that she was going to make it into a movie that if you were in the eighties and made that movie, it would be like this. And, and that's what said, that mall scene made me think of. When she says she, you're talking specifically about Patty Jenkins. Cause this whole thing rests on her. fucking. Yes. Shoulder. I yeah. should definitely clarify that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, Gal Gadot, God bless her. Uh, she had nothing to fucking do. With this. <laughs> she tried. She fucking tried. I don't she, really know about that. <laughs> really? I, I, I think you could actually see how bored she was with the script at times. Yeah. Now, you know, I will say I did like the mall scene, but I would like to point out maybe 
calling in Wonder Woman for a mall robbery might be a little overshooting the mark. I mean, that's more of like a mall security thing, don't you think? <laughs> so, so you're saying Wonder this, Woman for they this? should have had they should have had Paul Blart. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little more reasonable. Kevin James comes in on a on, on a segue from the future and stops the criminals. <laughs> <laughs> A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. <laughs> Dude, that dude's jacked as fuck now. Don't even make fun of that guy. He can break you like Bane. He's fucking huge now. Like Apparently, he got tired of people making that schooner joke to him because now he could eat a fucking schooner. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Cody, uh, we, we're up to the mall scene. What do you got after the mall scene for us? Uh, after the mall scene, we're introduced to Kristen Wiig's character and Maxwell Lord's character pretty quick. I do like Kristen Wiig's character in this movie. Uh, I, I think we're all unanimous there. Uh, Kristen Wiig is, is the only thing that keeps this thing from totally falling off the fucking rails. Even though, even though she is kind of like a shot by shot remake of Selena Kyle from Batman Returns. Um, oh, did you see the Honest Trailers thing where they just directly say that and no. compare the fuck? You know, the Honest Trailers for it, they they do a side by side. They literally fucking identical. do a side by side. I mean, I had no idea. Uh, Cody pointed that out to me last week, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's pretty uncanny." Um, so what do you guys think of Maxwell Lord? Like, okay, you gotta have a fucked up script to make Pedro Pascal not look cool. Okay, look, if you had named this movie Maxwell Lord of the Dreamstone of Doom, then I'd probably like it a lot more. Oh my god. Oh my god, I love it. The Dreamstone of Doom. It should be pointed out, by the way, uh, we watched this separately. Mike and Jamie watched it, and then Cody watched it, and I watched it last, and I got shit-faced drunk texting them, just rage, just like, why is this happening? 278 complaints. That was how many texts I sent in two and a half hours. That, that is accurate. I mean, it's really more of a Maxwell Lord movie. He's in 96% of the scenes, and we see Wonder Woman in character as Wonder Woman. If you combine, if you boil down all those scenes, it's probably about, what, three and a half minutes combined? Literally. I'm not exaggerating. Uh, they I want to add that Pedro Pascal does a great Maxwell Lord. I actually really love does. his character. He does a great job acting as Maxwell Lord. And I, I hate to quote uh, Honest Trailers, but they had the best joke for it was, you can't call him Donald Trump because he likes his son. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's the thing, though. Like Maxwell Lord's a failed entrepreneur, uh, Trump, and uh, he, he's going to lie to get power, Trump, and he got a wishing stone, the GOP, and... <laughs> Yeah, they weren't they weren't really hiding it too much. They weren't hiding that shit at all. Like, like Patty Jenkins basically just wrote him a Trump, and he has the hair too. He has the flippy hair. Yeah, he has the Trump flippy hair. But he like he takes the wish stone uh, and uh, does it all for his son in the beginning of it. But uh, Chris and Wiggs' character, though, I mean, they as, as a child of the eighties, uh, they. Perfectly dressed her and had the hair for the awkward eighties kid. Like uh, as it starts, you know. Yeah, oh, she yeah. was my she was uh, my other favorite part of the movie. So basically, Kristen Wiig and Pedro Pascal like carried this movie. They owned this movie. Yep. Um, it shouldn't have been a Wonder Woman movie because they were so great in it. And I feel bad to even say that I hate it because I liked their roles in it so much. Kristen Wiig needs just needed her own damn movie as Cheetah. I gotta just watch that. Totally. And thank you for saying totally to acknowledge back to the eighties reference because <laughs> totally rad, dude. <laughs> totally rad. She was totally rad. Uh, she was fantastic. And then we have Chris Pine, Cody. Cody. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> handsome man. Uh, handsome man. So 
she wishes for Chris Pine to come back, and he does, like through his watch, uh, or like, but not like his watch snaps back. I'm sorry. I just want to interject real quick and say she doesn't realize she's actually wishing him back. She doesn't know that the stone is a thing that's going to make that work. That is so, true, but that's I just want to say that shitty get out of jail free card for this movie. Oh, like, yeah, it's just fucking... Continue, Cody. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> so after that point, um, he shows up. There's uh, this dude shows up at this party that her and uh, Cheetah are having for the fucking i don't know it's stupid who cares um, <laughs> it's for the, what's supposed to be the smithsonian but it's actually a a lab for artifacts that's in the smithsonian but it's also in a different building because fuck it it's wonder woman 84 okay actually it's kind of cute because um it's it's barbara minerva who's idolizing wonder woman and they're being t- kind of buddies and they go to this party and it's kind of cute it's kind of no, yeah. yeah, there was no the single white female about it at all that, that was where the song, the, the licensed song was in that part too. Um, yeah, the one licensed song. Yeah, Eddie Jenkins, you fucker. And uh, and so he, this dude comes up to her at the party who kind of looks like a version of Chris Pine from another universe, and he's like, Diana, it's me. I'm I'm fucking Steve Trevor, and here's a watch. And I, I must tell you something I said a long time ago, and you're gonna believe it. And she's like, Oh my god, and. Uh, then um, they hijack that dude's body, and they never explain uh, really what happens to him when they're they in that even, like, They never even had the conversation. They never like. So, by the way, this dude's body. Where do you think his soul is? Is it in hell? Is it in heaven? <laughs> is he is he in the sunken place? It's I, a fucking concession stand where you would have been in the theaters for this whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. They never even bring that up. So you know. But uh, also, it should be noted that we can see Chris Pine. She thinks that she sees Chris Pine. Everybody else sees what an IMDb has listed as handsome man. Handsome man. That's literally Cody pointed this out again. Bravo. Uh, that's the guy's name in the credits. Handsome man. And that's where I think the misandry really begins. <laughs> it's really gross because I really believe Wonder Woman's my childhood hero. Like from a, a toddler age, she, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman is my childhood hero, and. She wouldn't be okay with that. I don't think Wonder Woman would be okay with knowing that this body is just existing for her pleasure. Um, (laughs) And foreshadowing as fuck, by the way. But but maybe because her bracelets are called the bracelets of submission. So maybe. Who knows? Oh, Oh, damn, Jamie. That's a fucking great dive. If I was in the room with you, I'd high five you. Uh, Yeah, they're six feet away. they, They fuck. They fuck. And it's, it is, she's fucking Steve Trevor in this other dude's body. I don't want to drop the R word here, but ah! it's it's like they're, making, they're making jokes about how gross the dude's apartment. There's like, look at this weirdo's apartment. It's so gross and dumb. Oh, let's fuck. Like what? And and that, might really be, that might be the most 80s sex scene in movie history since the 80s though. Look at this dude's apartment. It's gross. Want to bang? Okay. <laughs> and then they use that dude's body to break a bunch of laws. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nobody ever addresses the handsome. They didn't even give him a fucking name. <laughs> you could have just called him Jerry. You know, fuck it. It'd have been fucking Jerry. It's Steve Trevor and Jerry. They didn't even fucking Jerry him. He's just handsome man. Handsome man it, in the credits. 
Yeah. Well, he, I keep imagining what he's thinking while he's not in his body. Like, is he trapped in some box somewhere, like in limbo, going, "Where the fuck am I? What the fuck is happening? I need to get to work." Like, what's what's <laughs> up? My girlfriend must know I'm missing. Like, how do you know that his mom didn't have some horrible cancer and he has to bring her pills twice a day and make sure she takes them? Like, he could have killed. Like, she could have killed family members being in that guy. Fuck it. Who cares? Handsome man. Like, that's it. Like, fuck it. Let's, uh, also, let's gender flip it. Let's gender flip this and watch the fucking world burn down. Oh god damn yeah. Yeah, if Batman did this to Selena, like if Selena was had died and he brought her back in some other chick's body without explaining it and they were just banging and doing cr- doing crazy <laughs> Batman and Selena shit. Just doing crazy banging and shit. Can you imagine? Oh yeah, it would it would not go over well. And and he has a really nice apartment too. He had a good job. I guess he got fired. Because I don't know. Yeah. So I have a theory. I have a theory. So it's not even just a theory. It's something I noticed. So I consider Endgame the last great uh, version of the big money, big spectacle movie, the multi hundred million dollar film. Because Until we get Suicide Squad. Well, but let me get. Let me just. This is what I think is going on. This this is proof right here that the giant-sized cinema no longer works all the time. That you don't need to spend this much money anymore on this shit because sometimes it's fucking stupid. And a lot of times recently it has been. And people don't like it. Well, you know, uh, proven to your point here, it should be pointed out that Handsome Man meets Diana Prince at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, they do that little wink-wink at the end. Uh, and he's wearing the outfit that yeah, she wanted yeah, her to no. wear that Steve wouldn't. Gross. Yeah, and that's another thing. She dressed him like a fucking puppet. Gender flip that and watch it, the internet explode. But she, she's just like, wink-wink. And like I'm sitting there like, that's a really weird thing to do to a dude that was inside of you when you put your boyfriend inside of him. Like That's <laughs> the weirdest story <laughs> I've ever heard of. <laughs> And I know we're focusing a lot on this scene, but that's a really fucked up scene and concept that no one is just really talking about. Like, okay, look, there's Wonder Woman t-shirts or little girls leading up to this movie and dolls. And they're like, Wonder Woman is going to be a, a great role model for little girls and kids when she bangs his random dude in his apartment that her boyfriend's stuck in accidentally. What, how, who, who let this slide? And they, the worst thing to me is how dumb they wrote Steve Trevor because the, ooh, is this, is, what's this art? It's a trash can. Dude would admit that's a fucking, fucking trash can. tool. He comes in, he's like, you, this world world veteran comes in and is like, um, oh, look at this fucking fanny pack. This is so hilarious. Cool. Oh, fashion. <laughs> this is awesome. I don't really think like, that would Like he didn't have fucking pockets to put grenades in when he was fighting the fucking war. <laughs> like, yeah. He was just totally shown as totally goofy, completely ridiculous. Like, it really demeans his character, the character of Steve Trevor. Which oh, it, 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 it butt rapes it totally. And what's even worse is the fact that Chris Pine's one of my favorite contemporary actors. And you know, every day he walked a set just going, Len Levitt, when I get home, I'm drinking you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Patty Jenkins was like, hey, you know what's really cool? is the Steve Rogers man at a time storyline. You know what we should do? Let's Steve take it Trevor, the most cringe bullshit you've ever seen. Let's do that guys. Let's do it. And there was two scenes to me that I blew up everybody's phones for involving him. One, um, we'll do these one at a time. Um, uh, uh, one uh, was when he gets into a plane 
Now, this is 70 years of aviation, and if you know jack shit about aviation, in those 70 years, a lot of shit changed. He was basically flying the equivalent of a puddle jumper. You can teach teenagers to fly those fucking things. It's not a feat of God. And now he can sit in an intercontinental jet and just look at things and go, oh, well, this must be what these navigation systems with math that didn't exist in my time at all do. <laughs> Flicks fucking seven switches and can fucking fly across the country. And on Are top you, of that... Dude, they're not wearing fucking helmets. And on top of that, <laughs> they, they were like, we're going to fly from D.C. to Egypt... Or was it Dubai? Was it Egypt? I don't fucking know. Who cares? It's not seven hours away. I fucking With promise Egypt. you that. And they're like, we're going to fly there. And at least 12 hours, okay, depending so on where they're going. This thing was fueled up on the tarmac of a fucking museum. <laughs> that's um, where we leave our 747 Boeings. This <laughs> fueled up in the tarmac of the Smithsonian. It's a supersonic jet, and they're not wearing helmets, and they're talking. There's no way that they can fucking hear each other. And then they have to introduce at random, because if you know your 80s, the stealth bomber. But the invisible jet nod is literally her pulling a Peter Pan going, I wish this once. Let me concentrate. I think I can. I think I can. We're oh, an invisible no. jet. You know, I, I used to, pr I've been practicing magic because my father did magic and hiding Themyscira. So I've been practicing on a coffee mug. I can maybe make this happen. And then yeah. she makes it happen and, on a jet. <laughs> Magic has what never been brought up in any of the movies that she's been in at all. And she You're never supposed to be like, oh, it's the invisible jet, guys. You're supposed to be high five, and it's the invisible jet. And I'm sitting here being like, why is Steve why does she need Steve Trevor to fly the fucking invisible jet for her? What is this? <laughs> why was that it me off so bad? I was like, no, he, she can fly her own fucking goddamn ridiculous invisible jet. <laughs> Did she fly through the jellyfish scene in Aquaman? It's the same colors. Why would a jet go that slow and low? Why would also it do that? True. Well, and, let's and talk further. about Steve Trevor's PTSD. I guess he didn't have any because he they were flying through fireworks. Don't you think he would be fucked up from that? He died in an explosion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, I think his first question probably should have been, "Hey, didn't you fight a god?" <laughs> like, it never gets brought up. So Furthermore, the worst part about the original Wonder Woman was the end of it with, I need a man. Wonder Woman don't need no man. And this is, I need a man, the fucking movie. Do like, the whole you, movie. Do the whole fucking movie. You expect me to think that anybody, anybody can go 70 years without getting laid after somebody dies? My exes don't even wait seven hours. <laughs> she would not have, A, needed a man. Exactly. And B, you. she would not have been okay with someone, some poor soul's body being taken over by her ex-boyfriend. By accident. By accident. And, taken ad and taking advantage of that. Wonder Woman would never have done that. She would have definitely found that questionable, in my opinion. Oh, like yeah. how they never even verified it. She has the lasso of fucking truth. Never uses that. She's like, okay, it's you, Steve. Yeah, but she also has the, uh, the bracelets of submission. And boy, is she milking those. Thank you, Jamie, for that information. Uh, but you know like and that's the thing that scene leads into the next scene which is the last scene that I truly remember in the movie for like a whole hour because after this scene it fucking I don't know what happens oh, um, Patty Jenkins just took ecstasy and, and let elves from Santa's workshop right I don't fucking know that's a great description actually it drags like weird like the like we finally get to see her suited up and kicking some ass on this like this road in Egypt 
But the CGI looks so bad. Ooh, 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 tag me. That's my other big complaint. Holy oh, fuck. hit it. Like, I, I, I thought I was giving Mike and Jamie an, amur- an aneurysm texting it. I was having to stop the movie and rage text. I, I, I called my best friend and yelled at her for a minute just how, how bad this scene pissed me off. And yeah, then you almost the- quit the movie, and we were like, no, you have to finish it right now. Yeah, you guys now. made me do this. I blame you. If I talk too much during this whole trash review, I blame you. You, you guys did this to me. Uh, I have a, a, a PTSD WW84. <laughs> I would rather just jank WD-40 than watch this movie. Um, So, Steve, uh, not Rogers, Steve Trevor, (laughs) this is how he should only be referred to, um, has been, you know, under ice, like legitimately under ice, dead as fuck, for 70 years. So, a car in 1910's top speed would have been about 20 miles an hour, and that's pushing it. That's, That's tricked out, right? Yeah. And he's driving 80s high-end Lambos. Like, he's in Fast and the Fucking Furious. Yeah. First off, shouldn't somebody explain to him a manual transmission, gears, you know, the speedometer, fucking how to put gas in it's fucking everything. That this is pleather, and then the seating, and then explain what pleather is to him. Like, every single part of this should have rocked his world. Yeah. Like, like, and he suddenly can just drive like he's fast and the fucking furious. He's doing transmission tricks and brake tricks, and I am screaming. And the fucking physics of the math of how the car is moving doesn't even hold. Like, it makes Fast and the Furious look credible. It is so fucking bad. And then out of nowhere, a bullet from a 50 cal hits Diana and makes her bleed before we're ever explained to her that, oh, by the way, did you guys see Hancock? Because we put those two things close together. It's like Hancock, and she's going to bleed and die because, you know, the, the apparently her, the fact that she's a god are gift powers. Woo! We never mentioned that before. The brain fuck of this. Sorry. Um. Yeah, that's this is a great segue into the scene that Cody's talking about, the highway scene. Um, that that fits into the three and a half minutes that she's Wonder Woman in the entire film. But th- this is where you're talking about she gets injured by the bullet, which is sort of the revelation where she's quote lost her powers. What what powers? She doesn't have powers. She's just she's her. She's the spawn of a god from Thymuscaria. She she doesn't have a powers. She just she just is. You know. Exactly. She's a god. She was made by gods. This doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm so waiting on Jamie to chime into this. I swear to God. Oh, um, if you could see how angry I was when that scene was happening. Like, I wanted to quit the movie, but I was like, no, we're going to keep going. God damn it. <laughs> so and, when I wanted to quit, you gave me shit because we had the no, same. No, 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 no. I wanted to quit far, far, far before that scene. But I was sitting through it with anger arms and eyebrows looking at this movie going, no, no, this is not how Wonder Woman is. And then we'll get into the the fucking suit next. This movie's um, just so fucking long. It's just okay, so long. We're we're, we're twenty Two minutes on this. Hours. I swear to God, I'm not doing an hour on this because I don't well, want to no, rail about how this movie is minutes. too long. No, yeah, we can't uh, run yeah. too long. But there is some things to hit. The armor, the Kingdom Come armor, the Alex yeah, Ross armor, armor, yeah, is in it for what exactly ninety fucking seconds. That's it's supposed generous. to be so powerful that the this. Uh, it, D- defeated all of these most powerful enemies of Themyscira before. And then she gets the armor and Cheetah just rips it up in like seconds. And okay. Then she, then she totally electrocutes Cheetah in a pool, like in one of those Anakin dark side moments of change your mind. No, change your mind. No. Okay. Let me electrocute you. And she kills a cat. Cause at this point, Christian Cheetah's just a cat. And she kills a cat with electricity that magically survives. And she's in a fucking metal suit and doesn't get shit. But a 50 yeah, that- cat will make her bleed. 
Hashtag the Hancock. Arm, the armor suit, there's action figures, there's dolls, there's t-shirts. You see it in every trailer. It's like in the beginning of the movie. Oh, you can see a peek of it. It's like this huge build. Oh my God, she's going to get that fucking armor. Oh my God, she's putting the armor on in literally nine seconds. Shredded into nothing. It's so anticlimactic. With horrible CGI on the wings, by the way. Also, I don't want to see her in that armor. I just want to see Wonder Woman in Wonder Woman outfit. There's <laughs> plenty of them to choose from, and they all look better than that fucking shit gold armor. Also, <laughs> also, why did they take away? Why did they, speaking on that? Why did they take away her sword, her sword and her shield? Where the fuck did it go? I don't really care about That's the sword the and shield. Thing that for got me, edited of the movie. For me, Wonder Woman is a lasso of truth. And I know. Her bracelets of submission <laughs> and her tiara and her look. And I'm fine with the sword and the shield, but I don't need it. But I definitely don't need that fucking gold ass piece of shit armor. Yeah, By I the way, I'm it. nominating a bracelets of submission as this episode title. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> and also, I don't know if we really need a sword and a shield for, for guys robbing the mall. That might be a little overkill, too. You know, that the po- po- to point that out, when this movie started, this is the last thing I'll say about it because fuck this movie. But. <laughs> Uh, oh, I still have other things I want to hit before. No, it's fine. But like, I just, I, it's almost anxiety for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is PTSD WW84. Yeah, for real. Which also could be the name of this episode. In, in the beginning, when those first two scenes are hitting, it felt like that she was trying to make an actual 80s movie. Like, this felt like a Zemeckis film from 1984 that I would have watched. And if they'd have kept going with that, I think it would have been all right. Sure. Absolutely. I agree with that. Saying something positive about it, though, uh, Kristen Wiig's uh, vernacular, her hair, her makeup, her dress, everything that she did was the embodiment of the 80s. I think she's the only person that did their homework when they showed up to work. I'll say a positive thing as well on that. I really thought it was kind of clever. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was kind of clever how she got her power. She was wishing to be like Diana without knowing she was Wonder Woman. So she got all those abilities by accident. And I thought that was kind of cool. I got to admit, dude, the scene of her working out in the gym was hot as fuck. I was like, man, Chris right? and Wiggs fucking fly. Yeah. The oh, highlights of this movie for me were Chris and Wig and Pedro Pascal. And honestly, he, he did a great job. He was fantastic. Uh, I do think... The third act with his character, everything fell apart because he just caused mass bedlam and he lets the entire world. And this is another thing I complained about. And I'm not going to go as deep as I did. I sent videos. I sent videos to the other geeks yelling about this. Uh, when he has to put himself into a laser beam from the Star Wars SDI project. That's the most failed fucking piece of tech that ever existed. It never worked. But fuck it. It's Wonder Woman. And magically, there's a beam and he can talk to every single person. In the world, I'm like, dude, it's fucking DC. Couldn't you come up with something better with the Wish Stone than something you found in the 80s on Wikipedia for a day? JC, I don't know if you realize this, but there's like multiple magical items in this shitty movie. Magical items abound. Yeah. Why didn't they use any of those? Oh, so frustrating. Two wishes? Two wishes. Oh, yeah, oh, that, two wishes too. Everybody gets one, but Kristen Wiig gets two because. And I'll tell you why. I thought about this since this got brought up in the group thread. It's because she's the only person that showed up to act in the movie, so she got uh, two. We get two. His son didn't get any. His son keeps just like I want my dad to be here. Shut up, kid. You don't get any wishes. Yeah, that was another thing. He just wished for his dad to be there. And he's like, like, shut the fuck there. up. I just want you to be here. No wish. Yeah, yeah shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately this all kind of shines on DC of how that they're pushing their product. Now Uh, it seems like they can't get their shit straight. So I guess like what I'm trying to say is uh, DC try to get your shit straight, please, because you just can't fucking seem to do it. 
and it drives me crazy because I know you got really good characters. And also, uh, I'm reading Future State like we were talking about earlier, and that's that's fine. Actually, it's pretty cool. Uh, you've got some, yeah, you've got some talent here, especially that Harley book. Like, there's some cool shit going on. Um, uh, what was it? Arkham Knights. The Arkham Knights are awesome. Uh, that was like in the Batman book, but they were really cool. Uh, the Green Lantern was completely bonkers. I don't know if you read that, but that feels yeah. drastically different. Yeah, it's great. So, I mean, yeah, so they've got like, they can go a, a cool direction, but they need to keep that, I don't know, that ingenuity because they're try- like with these movies, this one felt backwards. Like this is, this one felt like we just went back and tried to make Superman Returns again or something. Like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, for real. I'm over it. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I was looking forward to it, but. Patty Jenkins and Warner, uh, Warner Brothers, they just squandered like every single opportunity they had here that they built off the success of that first movie. I don't know how they did it. Uh, and also sexual assault. So that's that's the thing. The original movie was written by someone else and pretty much set up to be done by this director. And last minute, not last minute, but let's say like at like 60%, uh, Patty Jenkins came in and finished it. She didn't write that first one. There's absolutely nothing of merit in this movie outside of Kristen Wiig. I give Kristen <laughs> Wiig four out of five drag queen wigs, without a doubt. For the rest of this movie, I don't even... Uh, to give it an F would be an insult because it's the first letter of fuck. Don't fucking watch this movie. At all. Period. For any reason at all. Unless you just want to torture somebody. Maybe you're girlfriend cheated or your boyfriend cheated then make them have to watch this to torture them but outside of that fuck this movie kristen wig was this shit well if i were gonna rate it i'd give it two stars one for pedro and one for kristen that's all i got on that one so uh, let's uh, let's pass it off to our resident wonder woman fan jamie skull to close this on out ultimately i think wonder woman 1984 started out a little over the top, maybe a lot over the top, but strong. Um, I was excited about it um, up until basically very shortly after the mall scene ends. And then it just went downhill from there really fast and, and didn't make a lot of sense. It was completely convoluted. Um, uh, it was, I wanted to turn it off and I, I didn't, I kept going, but um, I definitely don't want to ever watch it again. Um, and I'm not looking forward to the third one. To be honest, I, I don't oh. know if I'll watch it or not. I mean, I guess I probably will. That's what I will do. But <laughs> I would give it two stars, and that's a good way to put it. One for Pedro, one for Kristen Wiig. Um, that is the, those are the best parts of the movie. That's the only reason I'm giving it two stars. I am. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll watch a third one if uh, it's predominantly about Cheetah and they do her justice because I'm, I'm down with that. I am. Um, but I guess that's about all we got to say about this movie because we're all kind of like, fuck this movie. Uh, it kind of sucks. What, yeah. What what do we got looking forward uh, for the future for the geeks here? Well, we got first of all, we're gonna have a Wandavision breakdown kind of thing, mid season uh, review to talk about the weird ass show that's on Disney Plus now, which is amazing. Um, you should be looking forward to that because man, there are so many Easter eggs that we got to talk about, like so much crazy yeah. shit in here, so many speculative theories. Because we normally don't do a lot of speculation, but this is this is the show for speculation. This is fucking. This is like Lost. Like it's, yep. <laughs> it's it fun. feels like I'm watching Lost again, like talking, you know, talking about it. Uh, and we've got uh, another full length episode coming out soon. Uh, we're going to cover the uh, Disney and Marvel um, phase four and the Star Wars uh, shows that are coming to Disney plus. There's a lot of stuff coming out and hell, there's more onslaught. news. coming out. There's more news coming out every day. Crazy shit, like crazy stuff's going on. Yep. So it is. 
But we'll get to that next time on Geeks Inherited the Earth. Uh, I'm CK. Mike D. Jamie Skull. JC out.